0: Hey, Westside family! My name is Matt, and I am the co-leader for the Young and Free group. Thank you for joining us for today's message. We hope that you are blessed by the Word of God through the speaking of our pastors and leaders, and we pray that this leads you into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We love you and enjoy. Take a look here. Oh yeah, there you are! It's a good morning, amen. It's a good morning. How many woke up happy? Yeah. You better. If you woke up, you should be happy. Yeah, right. hey, man. Amen? You should be happy. Wow, this is, uh, this is hopping tonight. I want to talk to you about peace. You know, it's a, that's a, it's a tough subject. We all want it. Right? Everybody in life's peace. It's a a statement of who we are as Christians, right? Peace. I need peace. Man, if things would just calm down, if the checking account and the savings account would just balance out, if the wife or the husband would just do what I ask them to do, there'd be peace. (laughs) It doesn't work that way? Well, I thought it would. Well, Curtie, come on, help me out here a little bit. (laughs) Peace, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting uh, statement, and it's a word we pass around a lot, and I want to give you a little, I don't know if you, did you put that definition up on there by any chance? Let's see if you did. It's, it's a, it comes from a Hebrew word, and I think you've heard it a lot. Some people pronounce it shalom, it's uh, salaam. Salom is, uh, it's written in Hebrew throughout the scriptures and it means, in a totality of it, it means complete, it means success, it means fulfillment, it means wholeness, it means harmony, it means security, it means well-being. That's Salom. And I know we say that word often and and we say, well, it means peace, but it actually has a broader, more uh, specific meaning for our life. We look for peace, right? We're looking for satisfaction. And in today's society, that's a little tough. It's tough. It's tough. I I, I don't know, but... uh, you ever go to the grocery store and things aren't just working out right and the, they don't have the product you want or you go to the park store and they don't have the part that you want and peace can leave real quick. Peace can leave real quick because we don't have answers for everything. We don't have the answers. We and ourselves do not have the answers. I want to tell you a little story about a lady who I think had all the answers. She... She was an elderly woman, and she was getting married for the fourth time. She had lost all of her husbands prior, and so she's getting married to the funeral director. <laughs> you her, you know. And uh, somebody asked her, said, you've been married four times. How, how did that happen? She said, well, when I was young, I, I married a man who was a banker. Oh, well, that's right. Said, now, he passed away. And I ran across a man who had a traveling circus, and I married him. He said, Oh, that's good. And how about the third one? Well, I married a preacher. Married a preacher? Said, yeah, yeah. But he passed away, so I'm marrying the, the funeral director. So well, I don't understand. I said, Well, there's a plan one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, and four to go. Well, she was trying to find that place of satisfaction and peace. Is what she was trying to do. And in truth, uh, it's a little humorous, but not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. I want to take you over to uh, Galatians, if you would, the fifth chapter, beginning at the twenty-second verse. And this is going to be somewhat of the of the point of focus for our our talk for the next few moments, and. Uh, what I'm talking about is peace, and peace is, in, is nothing more than one of the fruits of the Spirit. It's one of those things that tells us who we are as Christian. You know, when you go to, a, when you go to a, a, an orchard and you look around, the first thing, if somebody says, what kind of trees are these, you start saying, well, what kind of fruit is on them, right? Yeah. What, what's coming off of these trees? That's an indication of what's there, what, what is, what's produced. So as a Christian, the Scripture tells us the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Lord, I ask your forgiveness this morning because I need it because I don't have all of those working in me right now. Hmm? You ever pray that prayer? I do. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its possessions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. I'm not going to go through that whole thing, but I just want you to kind of take a little microscope and let's let's just focus down on one thing and that is that word peace. 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 So if we actually have peace, why is there so much turmoil? In the 5,500 years past, our world has only had 292 years of what they would consider peace. 14,000 wars have caused over 4 billion deaths. And according to recent reports, in the last 40 years, stress-related illnesses are up 700%. All kinds of factors contribute to that stress level. Hmm? Relationships. Finances, lots of things are are those things which, which relate to this thing called peace. High stress levels cause irritability. Look to your wife and say, baby, I'm sorry. And if those statistics are correct, lasting peace is one of the most sought after and yet the most elusive things we as Christians have give me peace about this give me peace so what are we talking about what is this thing peace what is that well let's just say that there's actually three kinds of peace the first one is peace with god that's where it really has to start out is we have to have that relationship with god that gives us the avenue or the on-ramp to find that perfect peace peace it's an upward spiritual connection that gives us that opportunity to eliminate the conflict of sin in our lives. Tough to do. That's why each day as you swing your legs out of bed, you ought to say, God, help me today to walk under your covering, under your grace, and let me share that grace with those around about me. Peace with God. God. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. In other words, in our relationship with Christ, we have access to that thing called peace. You can't find it any other way. You can't go to the store and get it. You can't go to the pharmacy and get it. You can't go to your friend down the street at the place that sells those little hand-rolled cigarettes. Mm -mm. You're not going to get peace there. You're not going to get peace until you have that relationship with Jesus Christ. The God of the Bible is the God of peace. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 9 it says, The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these things do, and the God of peace will be with you. As we walk every day, if we walk by ourselves and our own thoughts and our own attitudes and our own understanding, we seek our own internal peace, but the, there's no peace in ourselves. Our peace is found in a relationship through Jesus Christ with the Father. That's where peace is. Genuine, real peace. That's the first one. Peace with God. The second one is peace of God. And inward, the inward and emotional exemption from the world's fray only found in what? In having him in us, living in us, living with us, living as we live. John chapter 14 verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. I do not let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. What is it? Peace is His and He gives it to us. We can't conjure it up. We can't medicate it up. We can't buy it up. We can't do anything to give it to ourselves or find it in ourselves. It comes to us as that perfect gift in Christ. And that perfect peace, Philippians 4, 7, and that peace of God which surpasses all understanding. That, this word right here is interesting. All, have you ever just thought about that? What he's saying is you can't even comprehend the peace I can give you. You can't, you can't even conjure up in your finite mind the infinite peace that God has for each of us. You see, that that peace that surpasses all understanding. The ability for you to say, well, I have peace because, you know, I, I, I have a good relationship with, with family and friends, and and I know I'm doing well, and my bank account's fat and, and I'm healthy, and I've got peace. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. around the corners trouble coming trouble cometh it's just the way it is folks trouble cometh how is that in this world you'll have tribulations difficulties challenges problems but the scripture says be of good cheer I him the father has overcome the world you see peace with God peace of God but then here's a significant one peace with others you see, an outward relational journey is important. If we walk every day in conflict, you overheard heard old expression, it's my way or the highway? Hmm? It doesn't work. See, there has to be some symbiotic relationship. There has to be some relationships where there's give and take. There has to be that which... Well, it's gonna, they're going to do it my way. Ooh, man, I baptized myself. Well, that was a Methodist baptism. You see, if there's, not that, if there's not that give and take, if you're always a taker and not a giver, if, there's, if you're one that always asks for, for, for somebody to, to come to you and ask for forgiveness and you're not going and giving Giving forgiveness or asking for forgiveness. The problem is there has to be that, there has to be that give and take. There has to be a relationship, an outward relationship of harmony that exists in a Christian's life. Tough. Tough. Because you know I'm always right. Raise your hand if you've ever said that. I know know some of you, I know the truth, and you know the truth too. Sometimes we just know we're right, but being right does not always bring harmony. The older I get, the more I find out that I did some dumb things when I was younger. My family better keep their mouths shut. But the scripture says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 9, it said, Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. Happy are those, that's what blessed means. Happy, satisfied, comfortable. Happy are those who are making peace. You know, in peace there always has to be some give and take. You ever seen peace negotiations? They always talk about, well, I, there has to be some, there has to be some. Some things that we give up and the other people give up. There has, to be that, there has to be that give and take in all relationships. Blessed are the peacemakers, the scripture says. But Romans chapter 12 verse 16 says, Be of the same mind toward one another. Don't set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinions. Well, I'm sure I'm right. I'm smart. I'm a smart feller. Right? I'm a smart lady. I, I, I know my way around. I just know this. I know, I know. Blessed are the peacemakers. You want to find peace? Make peace. So what is this peace? It's freedom from worry. It's freedom from worry. It's, it's, uh, it's, peace is a, a sense of security of being on a firm foundation. Peace is, is that comfortable spot. Peace is being at rest during a very stressful and difficult time. Peace, peace is exemption from going to battle. I remember we sang that song this morning and I chuckled a little bit because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's somewhat of a of contradictory to scripture where it says this is how I fight my battles I'm surrounded by you the truth is we don't fight our battles the battle belongs to him it's sometimes best to just stand still and see the glory of the Lord sometimes it's best just to step back and say okay Lord have your way walk with me through this Lord this is yours not mine I don't don't have to fight this battle. David said that. The battle's not mine. The battle, I I don't come here in war. I don't come here. I come here in peace. But God, who will enable me to find that place of peace, will fight my battle for me. He will. There is no way that there is a comprehensive definition of what peace is. But peace is what God has placed deep within each of you when you serve him, when you trust him, when you walk with him. So where does it come from? It comes first from the presence of God. The presence of God. Him being present in all that you do. I know sometimes I get up in the morning and I think, God, you're going to have to follow me today because i got some tough stuff I've got to do. And then there's some days that I think, Lord, you better stay in the truck because I'm going to handle this. Every man here said the same thing. Yeah, I know that. There were days when you got got to work and you said, Well, Lord, you're going to have to stay in the office because I got some stuff I got to take care of. Remember those days? Try to forget them. The truth is, we have to walk with God every day because that's where our peace comes from. It... Peace is being patient with God. Oh, I hate that word, patience. I despise it. Why? I want it done now. I want to get it done. I want to get it done. Let's move on to the next thing. Come on. Amen. Am I right? Yes. Anybody that's been in a, in a in a job or an occupation where there were things that had to be done under certain circumstances right away. Quick decision makers. They make them and move on. Well, it's kind of moved over into your life. And before you know it, you're making decisions without contemplating or consulting the one who is the peace giver, who is the giver of hope, who is the giver giver of good gifts, who is the man who, that godly man, who said, if any man lacked wisdom in a very difficult way, let him ask God. And the scripture says that he would give it to you, what? Liberally. In abundant fashion. In other words, he would give you more than you even needed for the situation that you're in. Peace is something that you have to ask for, yes. But it's present in that relationship every time you have God in your life. Isaiah 40, 31 gives us a good example of being patient. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Patience in God is where we find our greatest strength. To walk in the midst of a storm. To handle the most difficult situation. To be in that place where you can demonstrate and experience peace. With God. The next thing is by partnering with God. Jesus promised to give us peace when we're weary and we're stressed out. In today's environment, particularly under the last year, 18 months, we all have become a little weary. We all have become a little stressed out. We've come to a place I was talking to somebody this morning and we use the term, I'm over it. Anybody's heard that one before? I'm over it. I'm, I've, I've, I've come to the end of my rope. I'm over it. I'm, I've had it. I'm done. But see, sometimes you have to understand that peace doesn't come by us saying, I'm done. But peace comes... By us saying, God, be my help. Walk with me in this. Show me the path. Tell me how this is going to do your kingdom better here on earth. Isn't that what we ask for? Thy kingdom come, your will be done. You see, Jesus promised to give us peace when we're weary and stressed out. In Matthew, the 11th chapter, the 29th and 30th verse, it says, take my yoke up on you learn of me i'll get this thing right here in a minute for i am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your soul for my yoke is easy and my burden is light i don't know about you but i understand that I have times when I think that I need to just run this race alone. You ever do that? Well, I'm just going to take care of this. God, you wait here, I'll be back. Wait here, I'll be back. But you see, it's interesting to know that he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. In other words, work with me. A yoke and and an oxen environment, was that thing which was placed on them to be the source, to transfer to the labor, the power. It was a transfer point. You put it around a horse or an ox's neck, and that transferred the power from that animal to what was going on, the, the wagon or the... or the. Uh, whatever it was, but he says, take my yoke, take my yoke, take that place of power transfer. In other words, understand that I am going to be the one that gives you the power, but you got to trust me, there's got to be that relationship with me, and if you don't have the relationship with me, you'll never find that relationship that will allow you to have Peace. Peace. Man, that's hard. I want peace above all things. I want peace in my home. I want peace on my job. I want peace in my, my relationship with other people. I want peace. If the people on the learn to drive on drive on the road like I drive, they'd be fine. There'd be peace. Everybody's a lousy driver but me. And Scott. Scott's not a, Scott's a good driver. You see, the thing is, we see things our way, but we have to have that place of a relationship with Jesus Christ. We have to have that, we have to have that, we have to have that attitude to understand that Jesus, God is the, is the is the one who promised to lift our load, to be the one to, to help us, to be the one to, to add to us. He doesn't ask us to lay down the burden. He doesn't ask us to give away the responsibility to fight. He fights for us. Doesn't say that we have to live it alone. said he'd take the burden upon him. You see, the yoke is a partnership. It's an agreement for the Father's great pleasure is to give us the kingdom. That's what the word says in the 22nd chapter of the book of Numbers. It says this, verse 23. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his son saying, this is the way you should bless or make happy the children of Israel. Say to them, and you've heard this blessing millions and millions of times if you've been in church most of your life said, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. But here in verse 27 is the essence of the whole blessing. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel that I will cause happiness to come upon them. See, that name is what we need on us. The Lord bless you, yes. Make you happy, yes. Make his face shine upon you, yes. Be gracious to you, yes. Give you peace, yes. He'll give you peace. He promises to give you peace. He will give it to you in abundance when his name is upon you. You see, that's the... That's the totality of this whole conversation today is that he would bring peace to each of us. He would bring peace to each of us. He would bring it, but you have to receive it. He would bring it and deliver it to you, but you have to act upon it. He would bring it and lay it upon you, but you have to not only seek it, find it, receive it, and then act upon it. You see, it's it's the essence of, of our relationship with Christ as being a Christian, the fruit of the Spirit being peace, yes. Not your peace, his peace. If we can acknowledge in our lives and in our in our conversation and, and in our in our daily walk and our relationship that it's his peace that surpassing understanding peace, that peace which is so necessary for successful life, but so absent now in society. There's no greater conflict than the societal conflicts that exist today between classes of people, between races of people, between religious organizations and people. You see, it's, it's, it's a conflict in everything. We have conflicts in everything we we face today. You don't do things like I do, you must be wrong. You don't talk like I do, you must be wrong. You don't have the same skin color I do, you must be wrong. You see, these conflicts just come up because they're, they're devices and they're snares of the enemy. They're set before us to be traps to take away our peace that fruit of the spirit and we have to be careful as we walk that we don't partake of these things which are going to be destructive in our relationship with Christ but you see there's opportunities to make changes every day there's an opportunity to make a change there's an opportunity And if you bow your head with me, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about praying. This is the time that you get that opportunity to make a change. Whether you're here in the building or at home. On the road in a hotel room. Wherever you are. You have the opportunity to make a change to find his peace. That peace that surpasses understanding. That peace which brings you joy and happiness. Peace. But it's a decision that you have to make. It's a decision that you have to make. You see, I can't make it for you. He can't make it for you. Your wife, your husband, your daughter, your son, your friend. Whoever you have confidence in here. It's, uh, it's not... It's not them, it's me, it's you. It's we who are standing in the need of prayer. It's us. His peace is available. His peace is available to us, to you, to me. His peace is available. But all you have to do is just ask him. Remember, it's you've got to have peace is that relationship with God. So you ask that question, Father, how can I have a relationship with you? And the scripture says that you have to come through his son, Jesus Christ. That's the the on-ramp to peace is first a relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you don't know him like you should, or you don't serve him, like you have, or you never have made that commitment like you need, today's the day of salvation. Today's the day to make that commitment. Today's the day that you have the opportunity to make that change in your life, to begin that peace, peace, salome, salome, completeness, salome, wholeness, salome. Salom, Father today we ask you to search our hearts to know that we need peace we need Salome we need that in our lives and we know it comes from you Lord we ask as we stand here today and sitting in our seats today that you search our hearts and know that we want you to be our savior we want you to be our Lord. We want you to be our master. We want you to be our king. You, We want you. Because you're the one. You're the one that brings us peace. Help us, Father. Help us, Father. We ask for your forgiveness. We know you're the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Son of the living God. And we ask you, Father, forgive us. Forgive us of our sins. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, we ask you to walk with us that we might have your peace. And Father, now that we walk with you, we ask you to walk with us every day. As we walk with you, we ask you to walk with us every day. As we walk with you, help us to find that peace in you. And as we have that peace, help us to give that peace share that peace with each other with the people we meet on the road in our offices in the fields wherever help us to have that exemplary godly peace so Father today this is your will for our lives that we be blessed be happy in you let peace the fruit of the spirit arise within us and let us find you In everything we do. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, stand with me, would you please? Thank you so much for joining us. We hope God spoke to you personally and continues to encourage you throughout the day and the coming week. We'll see you next time.